0: All right, welcome back to another episode of the Black Bullion Show for goldandsilvertoday.com. We're in a bit of a holding pattern right now as we wait for one of the biggest developments to take hold this week. That is the stimulus bill. However, we got some data today that indicates a weakening U.S. economy. But before we get into that, if you're new to this channel, please hit that big red subscribe button right down below. Also, please hit... The like button helps to get this economic evangelism right on out there to the masses to bring more people into precious metals. Okay, so let's start with what's happening right now. So here we find that the dollar is still in lower territory than where it found itself in prior weeks. And this underscores the general you know risk on sentiment that we found ourselves in since Monday the 5th. And if we take a look at, Um, the 10-year, so we have the 10-year yield here, Um, you know, it's almost pushed to 0.8%, which is the highest it's been since about June of this year. So you might be wondering, well, why is the mood so risk-on? And one of the main reasons is, well, everyone's um, kind of been waiting uh, on this this to develop, and this is the Uh, stimulus bill. Uh, Pelosi says stimulus talks are moving very slowly. So let's see what exactly um, is happening here. So Pelosi and Mnuchin spoke over the phone on Monday for an hour to discuss the justifications for various numbers in the new bill, according to Pelosi spokesperson Drew Hamill. Um, Now, I wonder if that includes the $1,200 that um, has been added there and also I believe the $600 a week um, it has been added in there as well. Um, and just got to get rid of this ad here. It's huge. Um, and then in a call uh, with House Democrats Monday evening, Pelosi said talks with Mnuchin are progressing very slowly. Um, so to me, that's a little bit of a, you know, a, it's it's a little bit of an annoyance, <laughs> you know, as far as, you know, being in this holding pattern for gold and silver. Um, you know, for myself, um, you know, I have no, um, you know, political leanings either way, Democrat or Republican or anything like that. I'm just curious to see how this will impact gold and silver uh, prices. Um, but, you know, things are moving just at a snail's pace, it seems, um, you know, Obviously, this has left the movement in gold and silver to be partly choppy and up and down today. Uh, At the opening bell, you know, whatever upward momentum gold and silver had established in the pre-market was pretty much thwarted. Um, Though there was some brief upward movement at the announcements of two of the following uh, economic data that we actually saw. And here is the first one. And um, this was, this came out right around 830 and um, it was the trade deficit. Now, uh, no surprise here, but it grew. (laughs) Um, The U.S. trade deficit climbs in August to $67.1 billion and hits third highest level on record. So let's see what we have here. Digging into the numbers section. The U.S. trade deficit climbed almost 6% in August to $67.1 billion and hit the third highest level on record, reflecting an ongoing struggle by American exporters to recover all the ground lost in the early stages of the Ronies. Um, economists polled by MarketWatch has forecast at $66.7 billion trade gap, so we did rise above that. Um, So here's what happened. Imports of foreign goods and services rose 3.2 percent in August to 239 billion. The U.S. Census Bureau said Tuesday exports increased a smaller 2.2 percent to 171.9 billion. So imports have rebounded faster than exports, uh, largely reflecting a stronger recovery in the U.S. economy compared to many of its trading partners. Imports are just 3 percent below the pre ronies levels. Uh, Exports, on the other hand, are about 18% lower compared to the last month before the issue. Disruptions in global supply chains and weaker demand overseas have hindered the ability of U.S. exporters to recover all the sales lost um, from what happened earlier on this year. The U.S. is also exporting fewer services tied to travel and tourism with so few people around the world flying and visiting other countries. Typically, the US runs a large surplus in services because it's one of the most frequented travel locations in the world. Uh, the trade gap in goods with China, meanwhile, fell to 26.4 billion in August from 28.3 billion in the prior month. The deficit with China is running about 18% lower in 2020 compared to 2019, owing to the Ronies and US tariffs. So here's the big picture guys, a large trade deficit or larger trade deficit subtracts from gross domestic product, the official scorecard for the US economy. The increase in the third quarter is likely to shave a few points off what is expected to be a record increase in GDP as the economic recovery got underway. So we'll see how this impacts Um, GDP uh, you know once we get those numbers but you know we also got the job openings data as well today at 10 a.m. and that also did help to give a little bit of a boost to gold and silver um, prices but again after the opening bell things generally just trended downward so let's see exactly what we have here Um, private sector hiring and job openings fall in August as US economic recovery slows So generally, let's just, you know, get into the numbers really quickly here. Um, Hiring and job openings in private sector fell in August in in a sign. The U.S. labor market was cooling off as an economic recovery lost some of its earlier momentum, a government survey showed. Um, Businesses, governments and other organizations hired 5.9 million people in August, according to a Labor Department survey of the labor market that's released with a one month delay. Um, The number of people hired was basically unchanged from July, but the total was inflated by the addition of nearly 250,000 temporary workers hired by the U.S. Census for its once-in-a-decade national survey. Hiring in the private sector declined. Um, And generally, uh, let's scroll down here. Job openings declined in most industries across the country. Um, Now, that's huge. Uh, and you know, to me, it's just you know, really unfortunate because if you think about it, I can only imagine what will happen as we approach the colder months um, you know, and restaurants suffer from people not wanting to eat out in the cold. You know, unless there are like a bunch of restaurants who you know, invest in those large outdoor heating units, I really don't see demand keeping up with where it was this summer as far as customers wanting to eat out, especially in the cold. So that will surely impact employment as well. Now, if this does happen and it does impact the services economy, um, you know, particularly the restaurants, I know we talk a lot about stacking gold and silver here, but I think now is also a time to start talking about stocking up on food as well. Now, while there isn't much of a frenzy happening, um, you know, if people will be eating out less, they will likely be cooking more indoors at home. So this is just a thought as we enter the early part of October, we haven't hit you know the huge cold uh, months yet here in the US, but once we do, I can only imagine that you know some of these products that we see on store shelves may start to thin a little bit. So now might be the time to start thinking about stocking up on some items. So just a quick thought, let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. Thanks again for watching. Please hit that like button Please subscribe if you're new. It's Black Bullion.